Hello everyone, this is Asbet Bedrosian. And this is Hovik Manucharyan. And we are doing a daily touch base with Gevis Kajian on the latest conditions during the Artsakh blockade. Gev is with the ANC in Artsakh, Nagorno-Karabakh. He lives in Stepanagerd. Today is January 17, 2023. Hey Gev, what's up? Hello Gev. Hey, how are you guys? Good to be on. Tell us what's new for today. Today, obviously, as some of you are aware, Azerbaijan cut off the gas here for over three hours. Um, and as you guys know, we've been dealing with electricity shortages and rolling blackouts. So last week we were doing two hours a day. This week, the rolling blackouts have uh, doubled to four hours a day. And it's usually, unfortunately, during high peak usage hours. So the times that people are most likely to be heating their homes or using electricity to cook or whatever it may be. And even worse, as they've cut off this gas line, everybody that was using gas to heat their homes now goes to electric because we're in like negative Celsius temperatures here, which uh, affects our grid that's already really depleted here. Do you think this was a shot across the bow, basically a warning that they can squeeze even more? Yeah, I think it's a, look, it's a multifaceted systemic repeated pattern. We see them cut off the gas. We've seen them cut off internet. We see them looking for pressure points and they are periodically, once every few days, if it's not this crisis, it's another. Um, they're trying to make it as difficult as possible. And they're flexing the amount of terror they can put on the population. Yeah. Yeah. You told us that the rolling blackouts have gotten worse. Can you talk just a little bit about that? Yeah. For a bit of context, we have some damaged power lines that unfortunately go through the Bedzor, or as they call it, the Lachin Corridor. Azerbaijan hasn't given us access to fix it. And as the temperatures get colder, as we enter the dead of winter, more people are more likely to use electricity to heat their homes or for various other things. So last week, it was for two hours a day. They've doubled that starting yesterday. We've seen four hours. And I can tell you, unfortunately, Asbet, even that four hours sometimes isn't enough because outside of those scheduled blackouts, we'll still have the lights go out here and there. Give for the gas outage, they only do it for like, you know, a few hours. But uh, essentially for the electrical power line, they're basically not giving Artsakh's access at all. I mean, is there anything that can be done about this? Why isn't there, or is there being something being done that we're not aware of? But essentially, like, you know, with, this is a week now, right? That is gone. People are suffering. So yeah. have the peacekeepers been consulted about it? Is there any news about the, uh, when the electrical power line will be brought back up? Yeah. I think it'll be good to lay out the difference between the uh, electrical power line and the uh, gas connection that we have. So for our inability to reach those power lines, their stance is that the, you know, the protesters are there and we're not allowed to use that corridor. So that they can come up with some excuse, no matter how you know false, to state that. But when it comes to the gas pipeline, it's something that's completely within their control they can turn on and it's not a matter of us fixing and i don't know what goes on behind the scenes but i can tell you that the gas being shut off is a pressure point for everybody here that includes the native armenian population that includes the peacekeepers who get their gas cut off too because we're you know using the same lines so i think that those things like the gas the internet that kind of affects everyone mm -hmm. we uh, sometimes get quicker responses as a final question we would want to ask you how the political drama around Ruben Vartanian is affecting people's lives over there. 
look, the perspective I view this from is Azerbaijan's biggest tool for fear onto this population isn't the lack of food or closing the road. It's their ability to create uncertainty mm-hmm. amongst the population, to break their will, to make them. Uh, their goal is at all levels, cleansing. I guess. Exactly. Their goal is ethnic cleansing. And it's difficult, or Azerbaijan hopes it's difficult to see a future somewhere where there's so much uncertainty. And that's what this blockade has been. It's been, you know, a period of uncertainty for the population here. I think creating that on a political level maybe isn't the best thing right yeah. now, regardless yeah. on anyone's opinions of anybody else. But look, there is one more thing I will say. Artsakh is on its last lifeline. This is an existential fight right here. And um, no matter what happens politically, we have to make sure that we as diaspora and Armenians, it's just Armenians around the world, no matter what, can't get disengaged from Artsakh itself, regardless of who runs it or what happens politically. And I think that no matter what happens moving forward, there'll be a lot of uh, analysis or whatnot. But the, the one thing we have to keep in mind is that there's an existential fight going on here and nothing can be an excuse to detach. Right. Wisdom to listen to. Yeah. All right, Gev. Thank you for your time. Let's talk tomorrow. All right, guys. We'll talk. Okay.